Yesterday was the worst day of my life. It was the day that Thomas Ward, the Chippenden spook, my master, died. Tom should have been back in the county fighting the dark, dealing with ghosts, ghasts, witches and boggarts. We should have been visiting places such as Priestown, Castor, Poulton, Burnley and Blackburn. I should have spent time in the Chippenden Library and Garden, being trained as a spook's apprentice. I should have been practising digging boggart pits and improving my skills with a silver chain. Instead, we followed the witch assassin, Grimalkin, on a long, doomed journey north, towards the lands of the Cabalis. Their barbaric, non-human warriors, with a thick hide of fur and faces like wolves. They plan to make war on the human race, They intend to kill all the men and boys and enslave the females. One of their warriors, a shikesa assassin with deadly fighting skills, had been visiting the river, the divide between the territories of men and Cabalus. He'd been issuing challenges, then fighting human opponents in single combat, killing his adversaries with ease. But the holy men of this land, the Magawi, had been visited by a winged figure, a figure who had the appearance of an angel and who had made a prophecy. One day soon, a human will come who will defeat the Cabalus warrior. After his victory, he will lead the combined armies of the principalities to victory. Hearing of this prophecy, Grimalkin had formulated a plan. It was a plan that cost Tom his life. Grimalkin's scheme was for Tom Ward to fight and defeat the warrior and then lead an army into Cabalus lands so that she could learn of their magical and military abilities. Tom had indeed defeated the warrior, but the Cabalus's dying act had been to pierce Tom's body with his sabre. So Tom Ward had died too. That was yesterday. Today, we are going to bury him. Tom's coffin rested on the grass in the open. Prince Stanislav, who ruled Polizhnia, the largest of the principalities bordering Cabalus territory, stood beside it, flanked by two of his guards. He nodded towards Grimalkin and me, and then beckoned four of his men forward. They hefted the coffin up onto their shoulders. He and this armed escort were with us to do honour to Tom. I wish they didn't have to be here. I wanted to take Tom back to the county where his old master was buried and his family still lived on their farm. I glanced sideways at the prince, a big man with short grey hair, a large nose and close-set eyes. He was in his fifties, I guessed, and hadn't an ounce of fat on his body. His intelligent eyes looked sad now. He and his warriors had been impressed by Tom's fighting skill. Despite suffering a mortal wound, he had slain the Cabalus warrior, something that the prince's own champions had been unable to do. As we trudged up towards the place where Tom was to be buried, thunder crashed overhead, and soon torrential rain had soaked us to the skin. Grimalkin gripped my shoulder. I suppose she meant to be comforting, insofar as someone as wild and cruel as a witch assassin can be. But Tom's death had been brought about by her machinations, and anger began to build within me. Her grip was firm to the point of hurting, but I shrugged her off and took a step nearer to the open grave. I glanced at the headstone and began to read what had been carved upon it. Here lieth Prince Thomas of Castor, 
a brave warrior who fell in combat, but triumphed where others failed. The lie we had created, that Tom was a prince, had gone too far, and now here it was, written upon his gravestone. It made my stomach turn. Tom was a young spook who had fought the dark, and this should have been acknowledged. This shouldn't have happened, I thought bitterly. He deserved the truth. But this again had been Grimalkin's doing. Tom had needed to pose as a prince because the armies of the principalities would not follow a commoner. I watched as a hooded Magawi, one of their priests, prayed for Tom, rain dripping from the end of his nose. The smell of wet soil was very strong. Soon it would cover Tom's remains. Then the prayers were over, and the gravediggers began to shovel wet earth down upon the coffin. I glanced back at Grimalkin and saw that she was grinding her teeth. She seemed more angry than sad, but I was churning with mixed emotions too.